0: Mindfulness Mode 358.
1: Everything was coming together. And then the following week, when we found out we were pregnant, literally I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do?
0: Welcome, Mindful Tribe. So good to have you here. You're listening to the Mindfulness Mode podcast with me, your host and mindfulness life coach, Bruce Lankford. I've been doing so much more speaking lately, and I'm excited to tell you that I'm going to be speaking in an upcoming conference on September 28th. I'll be speaking at the Global Zen Consciousness Conference that's in Atlanta, Georgia, and you can visit zenconference.org to find out all about it. The conference aims to bring together the world's leading minds, including philosophers, scientists, artists, and spiritual and futuristic leaders, to discuss and explore Zen consciousness, quantum communication, and quantum field theory. I mean, this is so exciting for me. The goal is to create a worldwide revolution by combining the spheres of science and Eastern philosophy to help humanity realize that at the deepest subnuclear level and at the innermost consciousness level, we are all one. Mindful tribe I am personally inviting you to attend you can get 20 percent off the price of the conference by using the word mindfulness at checkout the conference is founded by Shi deru he's served for over 10 years as head coach of the. US national Sanshu team and he's led he's led them to five world championship victories. He's a kung fu master, he's known as the American godfather of San Chu around the world. You can hear my interview with Deru on mindfulnessmode.com/356. So, go to the website, go to zenconference.org, check it out, check out the amazing lineup of speakers and consider attending. Remember to use the code mindfulness checkout for 20% off now moving on to today's guest two or three years ago I spoke at PodFest which is a fantastic conference in Florida and when I got there I met Katie and Katie and Chris Kremitzos put on PodFest and Katie is such a treasure she's such a wonderful person she's outgoing she's enthusiastic and she is my guest today Katie has a terrific group of women that she empowers called Biz Women Rock. It's a great group. And now she's decided to empower them in another way, to empower her followers with meditation. So she's created a podcast called Meditation for Women, and it's guided meditations that are specifically created with women in mind. And she is such a high energy, fun, outgoing lady that for her to be talking about meditation is a great message because she has to, I'm sure, she really has to be disciplined to slow down and to implement meditation into her life. She has meditations like one called Wind Down After Work, another one called you're feeling overwhelmed so she really meets the specific needs of women so i think you'll enjoy this interview a lot i think you'll agree with me with how dynamic katie is so sit back relax and enjoy today's interview with katie Kremitzos. katie are you in mindfulness mode today
1: I am definitely in mindfulness
0: mode today, Bruce. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, it is such a privilege. Katie Kramitzos is such an awesome, dynamic, amazing woman who's all about Facebook groups. She's all about helping women in business. She's all about... Well, you've probably heard about it. I'm sure you've probably heard the Biz Women Rock community. You know, it's, it's, it's huge. And she's helped hundreds and hundreds of thousands of women in that community. So it is such an honor to have you on, Katie. And of course, now you're moving into this whole meditation area, which we're going to be talking about. So Katie, what does mindfulness mean to you?
1: For me, mindfulness is the pause. It has always been like the the space where my true self can actually listen to itself, and not be caught up in sort of the the thinking that we get into, or the um, you know the trying to make sense of everything, trying to strategize about what we're doing next. It it is the pause and. Whatever I end up hearing in that pause, but
0: it's being conscious about taking that pause. And it's so easy not to take that. Oh my gosh, (laughs) it's so easy. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like go, 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 go. I got to do this. I got to do that. You know, like who who needs to take a pause? But we all need to take a pause, don't we? I think
1: so. And and you know, it's. I don't think it's for bad reasons that we don't want to take a pause. It's like, we're excited about things. We're, we're like moving, right? Like we, we, we love to be on the go and love to be productive and love to do all these things. And um, yeah, it is definitely worthwhile to force yourself or just get in the habit of taking the pause and being able to, you know, I call it like looking at the 30,000 foot view, like really looking down on like, okay, Who am I right now? What's important to me? What am I doing here? What just happened in that scenario? Why did I just get in that fight? How did? Where did that come from? (laughs) You know.
0: Absolutely, yeah, Katie. I think it is so awesome that you're moving into this space. I think it's wonderful. I want to share a little bit about you. Katie Kremitzos is a mom, and she's a super mom. I'll tell you that much (laughs) right now. She's a wife, an adventurer, a podcaster. She's a business strategist. She's a seeker. And a changemaker. And she's committed to brightening the light of women around the world. Don't you love that picture? Through her Biz Women Rock community, which supports women entrepreneurs, like I said. And now, of course, through her new podcast called Meditation For women, because you heard Katie, you heard her talking about how important the pause is for all of us. Well, she is offering guided meditations that are specifically created with the journey of women in mind so how fantastic is that i can't wait to hear how you got to this place how you got to this spot of deciding hey i need to start concentrating on this pause that we need to have so what's going on i mean biz (laughs) women rock what where did this transition come about
1: it seems like a very, like 180 degree shift, right? Yeah. Um, and it sort of is. However, if you really put things into perspective and really um, took a look at and dissected how I'm showing up all of these years to what I'm doing and what I really feel like my big mission is and what my what my gift is and my job of giving that gift to the world since I have established Biz Women Rock in 2014, first as a podcast, then as an entire business and community, and you know, my business supports that, um, I, it has always been about ultimately really reflecting back to the women in my community how amazing they already are. And of course, we talk about the logistical strategies, about how to grow their business, and you know, the ABCs about how to, how to do things in a strategic way. But I found through all my years of being a private coach for these women, creating masterminds for these women, and doing live events for these women, online education for these women, that it was all it like it, it was a like thirty percent strategy and how to, and then the seventy percent was mindset, doubting ourselves, confidence issues from women who you would never look at and think that we have confidence issues, right? But mm-hmm. when it came to growing our businesses, there were just so much like I'm not good enough and who am I to do this imposter syndrome like so much stuff came up so so two things happened I as I was growing Biz Women Rock and just continuing year after year to always try to broaden my and broaden and deepen the resources and the the Pro- products and services that I was providing for my women, um, I was also getting better at doing it in my own way and kind of trying to distinguish myself from the eight thousand other women entrepreneurs who are servicing women entrepreneurs out there, right? And what I found was what I really loved doing and where I really um, where I really shined was in that marriage of the emotion, the mindfulness, the mindset, and the strategy. So it was what that looked like was me being very authentic, coming coming to my community, like talking about the ups and the downs and talking about strategy and also mindset. So that was happening. And then at the beginning of 2018, just this year, I had a big, big year for Biz Women Rock planned. So I had had hit my first six figures in 2017 and I had planned Uh, Everything that I had planned on the books um, for more masterminds, some high-end masterminds, my first one-day live event that was going to be happening, in addition to my normal retreat that I had, like just tons, I had tons of stuff planned on the books that would have resulted in probably tripling that 2017's numbers, and I was on my way there. Mm -hmm. Things are going, and it was amazing, and I was so in flow with it, and I loved it. It was great, and I was super excited. And then in April, we found out we were pregnant with number two. Wow. And all of a sudden, while well, I was very happy, and I should note, like, we were we were trying to get pregnant, but for some reason, I didn't think that that was going to happen until later on in the year. Like, I just was <laughs> like, of course, it's not going to interrupt my plans. I don't know why I thought that.
0: <laughs> so you answered my question right there. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Um,
1: I It happened a lot faster than we expected. So, um, so I was super happy. And then after a couple of days, I was like, oh, hang on here a second. This baby's coming in December. Yeah. And that really changes literally everything that I had planned for the latter half of the year, especially. And and it really started unraveling everything. So literally from one week to the next, you know, the week before I just put down a deposit on my one day live event that was going to happen in June. I had just announced about like, hey, marketing is starting in you know next month for the masterminds that are coming up, I was putting together all of these um high end masterminds. That, like everything was coming together. And then the following week when we found out we were pregnant, literally I was like, Oh my gosh, what do I do? And I started doubting everything. Oh wow. And it was scary because a couple you know, a couple of practical things. Like I am a I am A financial provider in my household. (laughs) And so there are definitely real responsibilities that I had. And I was like, Oh, what am I going to do about this? And, um, and then this wave of that's the path I'm supposed to be on. What does it mean about me if I'm not on that path? Right. That's how that's like the way that I have built out and, you know, the momentum's going that way and it all looks so good and it's there. And that's what every other business model right now that i'm seeing that successful looks like and so what does it mean about me if i stop all of a sudden so i kind of went into really a depression like i was really <laughs> just unwound um and i just paused and i uh, the first thing i did is i really actually allowed myself to be like dude step back like it's Mm. okay and what that meant right away which is kind of scary in the online world what it meant right away is that I wasn't showing up on social media as often as I normally would I wasn't marketing as brilliantly or as as often as I normally would right like there was no plan happening and so that took place literally right about the time that I saw you at at new media summit that was when it was starting right and for about six weeks and Uh putting a 6 week pause on your business is terrifying.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, and I just was like, okay, I'm just going to trust that I'm going to discover what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> and I also knew it's worth mentioning, you know, for anyone who's been pregnant before like or anyone who's with somebody who's pregnant. Mm-hmm. or are raging at that time, so there was a lot of there was so much emotion happening. Like I literally from one day the, to the next would go from I got this. I could do this. I'm, I'm just on it. I'm going to do it To, I want to quit. I'm going to give it all up. I'm done. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a stay at home mom. That's what I'm going to do. And doubting myself the whole time. So during this kind of quiet time, I just gave myself the permission to be all over the place and to kind Mm -hmm. of let that stuff feel. And, you know, you want to talk about mindfulness. Like I was, it's painful it is really painful because we're not settled yet, or I'll speak for myself. Like I'm not settled when I'm going through that moment. Right. But it mm-hmm. takes a, an increased level of mindfulness to be like, what is true in this wave of everything that I'm feeling and thinking and, and getting um, ideas about like, what's true here and what's not, what, what do I need to walk past? So gratefully, I have a really amazing husband and we were going on a lot of walks during that time. And he would just listen to me blab about, you know, from one day being like, this is how I'm going to make it happen to the next day. I'm done. I don't want to do this. Again. I don't want to show up anymore. And it was at that time during one of those walks that he actually said, hey, Katie, what about that meditation podcast idea that you had back in January? So back in January, I actually had this idea for a meditation for women podcast, and it was it it made sense in sort of the larger business model that I was building out for Biz Women Rock, and I was like, that could be part of this network. It's it's obviously a little different, unique, but it's right in line with where I feel like I show up for in this space. And I did nothing with it. Yeah. <laughs> I did absolutely nothing with that idea. And then um, he reflected that idea back to me, and it was at that time that that seed got planted, and I was like let me think about this one. Mm-hmm. And then we just, we, we would continue on these walks and over those six weeks, like it just continued to like, we'd strategize about it. And what if, and what would that mean? And I mean, there are a gazillion reasons why that were part of me actually saying, yes, this is the right thing for me to do. But that time period was transformative and magical and, the, and painful in the mm-hmm. sense that like, it really required me to say, what am I, what's important to me? what am I doing with what I do have with biz women rock and how can I let go of all the expectations I had of that and simultaneously be ready to go into something new. And how does that look? So it was, it was a lot of stuff.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I think that you're going to be serving so many people in such a positive way because a lot of times we think of meditation and guided meditations as coming from the person who is very calm and quiet. And, you know, they have that meditation look, do you know what I mean? And you are the opposite. You're high energy, you're high achiever, you're, you know, bubbly and upbeat. You're not the typical image of that person. So I think that's why you are going to just soar in this space. You are going to serve so many women who are high energy and who are very motivated by high energy people. And I know that your website is meditationforwomenpodcast.com. And, you know, if you're a woman listening right now and, you know, you're an achiever and you're high energy, get over there. (laughs) <laughs> get over there to that website okay you can listen to the rest of the show but get over there <laughs> meditationforwomenpodcast.com that's where you're going to find katie and katie i think this is just fantastic now what is this looking like so how long are the meditations and what are yeah. they like you know tell us about that
1: absolutely um so they're anywhere from five to 30 minutes long and i selfishly created meditations that i am always looking for mm-hmm. um and you know this really is my way to be able to give messages and love to women that I feel like we need at certain points that aren't always really talked about or available out there in the exactly what you were talking about, like the traditional meditation space. So on this particular podcast, it's, you know, like I am not trained to do a chakra meditation, meditation, for example. Um, But so you're not going to find that on this show. However, you will find like, podcasts or uh, episodes called you are enough because that's something that we need to hear. And there are moments Mm -hmm. when I'm, you know, I'm feeling that. And I'm like, Oh, I just need to hear that I'm enough because I don't feel enough right now. There's meditations called you are extraordinary. Um, Wind down after work. The one coming out in two weeks is called uh, and it will be up by the time this goes live is uh, you got in a fight with your spouse. And what Mm -hmm. do you do? This is the meditation for that space before it's been, uh, you know, satisfied and, and worked out. And that's a really uncomfortable time. So, and uh, so it, my intention with each of these meditations is to give women the tool and the message and the feeling that they need in any particular moment of their day or their week or their month, that they can say, "I, I I'm having this feeling and I need that, or I'm, I'm having this anxiety. And so this is the message I need to hear. This is what I know I need in order to calm me down. And, you know, I I appreciate your comments from before. And I actually, I had a huge amount of imposter syndrome because I was, I was like, I'm not even in this space. Like I'm not, I, I am not in that space. I haven't been formally trained. I've been, I've been a seeker and a a consumer of meditations for two years or 20 years now, 20 plus years, um, you know, going to Buddhist centers and going to guided meditation groups and things like that. So I have consumed them. um, And this is my first time where I'm like turning around and being that person to give it. And I had to work past that saying, none of those letters after a name matter. I need to just get this message out here. So it has been very well received so far. And, you know, my intention with the whole podcast is really, I have launched a network in addition to this podcast. So the, the whole network is the Women's Meditation Network. This is the first of many podcasts that will be out. And my intention is to be able to have podcasts that speak in um, very different niches of types of women or experiences that we women have that are really profound and deep. So um, So that's my ultimate intention is just to really you know, I really believe that the more confident and the the brighter our lights shine as individuals and, you know, I'm specifically interested in women, the better we show up in this world, the more fun we have and the more we enjoy this whole life. So this is my little way of being able to contribute to that. That
0: is that is awesome. Katie, there's so much talk about the Me Too movement and we've got to talk about that. I mean, that whole thing with Tony Robbins and I watched that clip over and over and over and I wrote a blog post about it and so on. And And I just want to know what your thoughts are about the Me Too movement.
1: Oh boy, um, it is a giant conversation and one that I... I d- I am always timid about being able to be a part of in the sense of like, it's so big, so I don't want to miss Mm -hmm. anything. Right. Mm -hmm. But I I guess that honestly, exactly what I had just said is is really how I feel about it is that individually, everything that we as women can do to empower ourselves from the inside out we are that much more equipped to be able to take on the world in the way that we need to take it on, take on our, our days, take on our lives, and um, and stand up to the people we need to stand up to and say what we think without having so much fear about repercussions and whatever that is. And, and I think that, in my opinion, having worked with groups of women, the more that we're able to Brighten that light in each of us and and really become stronger as each individual person The better we are in supporting each other and the louder our voice gets together, you know, so it, it is It's a giant topic and I just I really feel like I I work I I feel like I contribute to that In such an individual way, you know, because I think at the end of the day each and every one of us sort of have a voice that we want to We want to shine brighter. We want it to be louder
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, women's rights, such a huge issue and, you know, it just it just I cannot believe how we're still, you know, we're in 2018 and there's huge problems around the world with women's rights. You know, women not being allowed to drive in certain countries, you know, and all of these kinds of things. And I was doing a little research and I noticed that in Canada, in the 1980s, a woman could not get a credit card unless she were married and put her husband's name down but if she were a single woman no she couldn't get a credit card i'm like 80s. are you kidding in That's the 1980s <laughs> i mean it's insane I mean, and so and so this whole idea that women and men are should be treated equal and looked at equally is relatively new really in much of the world
1: yeah and you know in in regards to that i think it has so much to do with each individual person's background and experience and how they deal with that and so this is why you know I really believe that um, on many cases it starts as an individual game because um, we all have our own experiences that we come to the table with on what fuels our desire to be a part of all of that right so I have um, my parents were incredibly egalitarian my dad was a feminist he's a person who introduced me to feminism back when I was 12 years old he's a person who told me don't rely on a man to go to bring home the bacon. You go out and fry your own pig kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, And a very matriarchal, very tough, strong mother there. I mean, just such powerful. I've always had such powerful women around me. And by saying that, what I mean to say is that like I didn't see I I don't have memories of. I can't do something because I'm a, I'm a woman or a girl. Like I don't have that memory at all. I, that was right. never ingrained in me. And so somebody like me is going to have a different approach than somebody who has felt that they of have course. been discriminated against their whole life. And been, you know, have had so many things um, not given to them or whatever that case is. And we all sort of approach it in a different way. And ultimately I think like, you know, I have always come at it's hilarious to me sometimes that I'm so staunch woman pro woman and, and I do it from a very specific space of raising women up and wanting to highlight women versus Hey, let's I you know let's turn an eye on all of the crap that's happened to us, and it's and that's it's not a right or wrong way. It just is how I decide to show up, and there are plenty of other people who show up in a very different way, but it all leads to same thing, right? It all leads to empowerment, um, getting stronger, shining our own lights brighter, and being able to make a difference in this world that that uh, really means something, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I want to ask you a question about bullying and maybe in business you have a story. I don't know because I know a lot of people do in business, but do you have a story about bullying where mindfulness would have made a difference as to how you dealt with it?
1: Um, I actually it's I actually have a reverse kind of a story, which I think is really interesting. I uh, am the mom to a two and a half year old, very strong willed, very opinionated, very personality. Chock full of personality, little girl, uh-huh. and I. So at two and a half, she goes to school a couple of th- couple of days a week, and there have been a couple instances where she's hitting, uh-huh. and she's like, you know, kind of like uh, somebody takes her toy and she hits, or you know, she didn't want somebody to touch her, so she hits. Right, and I have found that this is a very uncomfortable but necessary. Like cr- my husband and I have already had this conversation of like, dude, she's one of those kids who's going to go after what she wants. She's the one who walks in the room with a class full of kids who are, like, a year older than her, and she will take over the room, right. which is a great skill. But we both realize, like, we really have to make sure that we're watching this so it doesn't turn into bullying. And it yes. tur- it, it can get, um, you know, like, we can really, like, massage it into all the great skills that are part of this stuff, right? So that was the most recent experience that I've had with like really recognizing it and needing to teach her those lessons of when it's okay to, to, you know, be physical with somebody. I mean, I don't want my kid to get beaten up either. I don't want people to just take from her and that can be okay. So I want her to learn that how to stand for herself and when to have it not be okay. Right. So um, that's like the most like in my face bullying thing that I'm super aware of right now as a mother. Oh my goodness. And it's, It's scary because I'm like, I'm in charge of that.
0: Yeah, it is (laughs) scary, isn't it?
1: And so for mindfulness, obviously mindfulness for me and Chris's parents and being aware of that and needing to uh, like deal with that in the moment and actively trying to teach her, what do you do when you get angry and how can you, how can you breathe? And we do, we do that. We like, Hey, when you're mad, like, you know, stomp your feet and take, take a deep breath. And Sometimes if she's really mad, she'll be like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> but, you know, like she's learning that. So she's learning, take a deep breath, do the pause, right? Yeah, Pause is so that you can see what's going on versus what the emotions are driving you to.
0: And she'll learn even more from her mother about meditation as you're delving into it even more. Absolutely. And let's talk about a little bit more about your form of meditation. Do you meditate every day yourself? And what no. does it look like? <laughs> what's What's your meditation like in your own life?
1: So mine always changes. So it's it's worth noting, like I, I cannot claim to be one of those people who meditates every single day and I'm brilliant at it. And that always looks the same. There are seasons of my life where that does happen, where I will wake up in the morning and, you know, usually before the, the family gets up. And sometimes I just set my clock for like five minutes, sometimes for like 30 minutes. Sometimes I put on a guided meditation that I like um, and I'll just sit and pause And when I do that, when I'm in those seasons, it's awesome because it always, A, of course, calms me and B, gives me tons of creativity. So um, that is amazing. But it doesn't always look like that. Most of the, at least in the season of my life right now, it is, it's really all over the board and unorganized. And I'm okay with that at this point. Mm -hmm. Meaning there are some days where my meditation is going and taking a walk on the water. And I'm quiet. I'm still, I can I can sift through my thoughts in a, in a productive way. I can be one with nature and really be connected. And that's very powerful. Um, There are some times when it's parking in my driveway and I sit out there for an extra five to 10 minutes and I just shut my eyes and breathe before I kind of come into the household. Um, There are days when, um, when, uh, when uh, actually this is what's happening. This happens a lot right now, probably four to five times a week. My meditation practice is I put on a meditation at night before I'm about to go to bed, stick it under my pillow on my phone, and that's how I fall asleep. And it's really, it's, it helps me get incredible sleep no matter what the meditation is. So it, it's all over the board. And I'm I'm happy about that because if I get too strict about what the practice needs to look like, then I get out of the practice. And then I, you know, it's much like working out. Like if I'm too strict about what the workout has to be at a certain time, and one day I miss it, then whoa, I'm done. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Katie, as we move through this interview, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. So just 30 second answers are perfect. The first one is this, who is one person who has influenced the mindfulness in your life?
1: Oh, um, off the top of my head, I would say Oprah, there's a gazillion people who could be in this. Um, but I would say Oprah because I, I, she's just somebody who's always thinking about the larger picture and the deeper connection and i re- have always respected that about her
0: so how has mindfulness affected your emotions
1: it's it's clarified them and slowed them down it has detached the emotions from who i am and what my actions are going to be and it's really slowed down that process of so my actions and who i show up to be is a lot more intentional
0: mm, you've you've touched on this but tell us how breathing is part of your mindfulness practice
1: Oh, huge. I think it's probably the core of my mindfulness practice. Um, it's, it's the core of, of everything for me. So there are times where, um, the very first thing that I'll do is just stop, close my eyes, take three deep breaths. And even just that is allows me to find that pause and get centered. It's huge.
0: If you could recommend a book related to mindfulness, what book would that be?
1: Um, I'm looking at the book behind you, and this is exactly what I was going to recommend is Eckhart Tolle. Um, He's one of my favorite authors about this whole topic. Um, And uh, he's just amazing. Both of his books were phenomenal. So he is one person I would definitely recommend.
0: Can you share an app which helps you to be more mindful?
1: Yes. Yes. Um, The app is called High Future Self. It's H-I, Future Self. And it is an app where you can schedule out little notes uh, and messages that come to your phone at certain times. I always like to have them like regulated. Okay, like every morning at 745, this one, this message comes to me and, and I get notified about this. So like every day I have messages that come to me at a certain time that say, um, you are love and light. At 1135 a.m. every single day, I have one that says, I am grateful for dot, dot, dot. Um, every single morning I have one go off that says, uh, show your man some love today. He deserves it. So like these beautiful automated reminders that remind me to like be in the moment, be grateful for what I have and like reminding me of what I really, truly believe. It's I love that app.
0: I can't wait to try it and I haven't heard of it so I'm really excited. Hey. This is fantastic. Yeah, it is. Like I've had a ball talking with you, Katie, and I'm just I'm just so thrilled for this new journey and of course thrilled for the fact that you're you're growing your family. Yeah. And that's that's so exciting for you and Chris as well. So congratulations and and listeners, you know, like I said, get over there to meditationforwomenpodcast.com. Now, there's so much more that we haven't talked about. I mean, Katie is the Facebook group <laughs> expert. She's so awesome because, Katie, I remember at, at PodFest when you stood up and you did a presentation all about Facebook groups. And I thought, oh, if I could only do like a fraction <laughs> of what you're talking about. And, and yet I know it comes so naturally to you. At least that's my that's my feeling. You're just a bubbly, outgoing, social person who is perfect for Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. So, It's community
1: building. It's exactly what you do with your listenership as well. So, uh, you know, really um, being able to put your arms around your community and just loving on them. So we all do it in our own special way. Well,
0: we do. That's true. We're all yeah. different. We all have our own way. We're all individuals. So yeah. uh, it's awesome having you on the show, Katie. Thank and so is there this. any other way we can connect with you? How can we connect with you on social media, for instance?
1: Probably the best uh, The best way on social media is to find me on Facebook, just Katie Kermitsos. And um, yeah, I post a little bit of everything about all areas of my life there. I'm very much an open and honest person person about my whole journey, not only the business journey, but the mom journey, the, the, you know, marriage journey, just the life journey in general. So um, I love being there. I love interacting with folks there. So I'd love to connect with you there.
0: Awesome. Well, Katie, thanks again for being on the show. This is so much fun. And I can't wait to hear how things progress with your exciting podcast called Meditation for Women found at meditationforwomenpodcast.com. Thanks, Katie.
1: Thank you so much, Bruce. I am so grateful and I truly appreciate you having me on.
0: Uh, My pleasure. Bye now. Hey, Mindful Tribe, I hope you enjoyed today's interview. If you did, please subscribe and leave a comment on the bottom of the episode on my website. That's mindfulnessmode.com. That's where you can find show notes for every episode. And uh, subscribing and sharing can really help me out. If you don't mind subscribing on whatever app you listen to, that would be great. Oh, and don't forget the Zen conference i mentioned zenconference.org i'll be speaking at that on september 28th in atlanta georgia so check it out and and you can get 20% off the fee for the conference by putting in the word mindfulness at checkout so till next time mindful tribe use what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm focus and happiness stay in the mode